Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith. Today we have another special guest. I'm happy to call him a friend. He's somebody that welcomed me with open arms after I graduated and um, invited me to come do some work back at USC Upstate. He's an entrepreneur, one of the best I've seen behind the cameras, um, behind the scenes doing some camera work. Um, today I have none other than Mr. Trey Morrow. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate you joining me, man. Um, for people that don't know, <clears throat> I got to kind of tell you my side of the story of how we actually met. I remember reaching out to you after I graduated. It was like almost a year later. And um, I actually reached out to you on LinkedIn and I was saying, hey, man, um, I want to get some experience and everything. And would you would you be able to like help me out or whatever? And I remember you telling me to make sure I reach back out to you around August when school was getting ready to start back up because we had some more events coming along. And um I really appreciate that because a lot of times you could even you could ignore me or you could be like, man, just reach back out to me later. And then when I did reach out, you could have not even said anything. So for you to um, respond and um, invite me back out there and give me some experience that I needed, um, which really helped me. I'm, I'm actually I didn't tell you I'm writing a book. Well, I'm actually done with my book. I should be having it ready soon. But um, I should talk about it as well. But that experience that you helped give me. Get, give me give to me it um helped me get another opportunity so I appreciate you man for just helping me out and kind of like showing me some of the ropes you know, some things for, for um, broadcasting and some of the behind the scenes camera work because it was very valuable for me because it was something I really needed I was um doing some my internships I was in front of the camera so I never really knew kind of like the behind the scenes stuff a lot of the stuff that you guys were doing it was I was like it's it's different. Yeah. It, it, it was tough, man. And, and the way that you handled everything, like you knew everybody's position, you knew what everybody was supposed to be doing, everything that was on cue. And I was like, man, you were really good at this stuff, man. So thank you again, man. So Thanks for sharing that, man. I didn't know it had that much of an impact. Oh, yeah. I, it, I most, certainly appreciate you sharing that Yeah, with man. Because I, I remember, yeah, I was um trying to get a job at the radio station. Um, I'm, I talk about it in my book. After I graduated, I tried to get a job up there, and they told me um, they found somebody else with lack of experience. So then that's when I reached out to you to try to get some more experience. Um, then I came back, and you kind of showed me some behind-the-scenes broadcasting things, and um, that, that helped me out a whole lot. So then I went back there maybe like a year later, and um, I remember one of the things you said, um, they told me where I, we like that you show consistency and like you didn't give up. And um, they seen a lot of a lot of things that I was doing afterwards, so it was like that definitely helped give me a foot in the door. So I appreciate that. Man, but, um, thanks for sharing that with me. Man. Oh yeah, I appreciate you, man. But just just to get started, now you have a documentary coming out um, February the twentieth. Yes. Can you go ahead and talk about that for people that that don't know about it? Talk a little bit about your documentary. So my co-producer, Aaron Pate, and I we have interviewed six uh, Spartanburg artists. They all have uh, different mediums, and it's really just six different short films, uh, six different artists, six different short films about their lives as artists. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been such an amazing experience uh, getting to know these people, seeing more of their work, um, and just seeing how hard they work, man. Uh, they are all... <laughs> they all have an incredible work ethic. They're all incredibly talented. And um, uh, it's, it's a lot of, uh, 
it's a lot of pressure, I think, like being able to um, take on their stories and portray those stories in a great way because they've trusted us with that. And uh, I hope when they see them that they, that they think that we did a good job. And I hope it's uh, I hope it's something that uh, the community enjoys as well. Um, we're really excited about the premiere on February 20th. And how, how long did it take to put this actual documentary together? Well, the idea started a long time ago, um, but we started shooting uh, in July of 2019, and this we're in January of 2019 or 2020, 2020 right yeah. now. <laughs> I can't get the used time to it. Five, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in 2020 right now, so um, yeah, it took, took, a, took a while. <laughs> and what what was was there any kind of criteria for? It? Because I, I I remember you sent me like the. Uh, a link to it and I clicked on it. I see I think one person might have been a tattoo artist or, mm-hmm. or a musician. Mm-hmm. So was there any kind of criteria for it or how, how did you find the cast for for the documentary? Well the guy that you just mentioned uh, is Adam Duncan. He's an incredible tattoo artist and musician and he and I have been friends for a long time so I naturally wanted to reach out to him because he's just one of the most amazing artists I've ever met. Um, he's a skilled musician, tattooer, painter, sculptor, I mean, he's just got so many talents um, right. that are, and, he, and he's so good at each one of them. So I knew when we started this that I wanted to try to get him on board. Um, a lot of the other people I didn't really know personally. It was just people that um, I'd kind of found, uh, Aaron and I had kind of found. And um, yeah, I mean, we were just blown away by how much amazing talent um, is in Spartanburg. Was it anything that they, did they, tell you to leave out or was it just, were they just open to whatever, just saying whatever you can, just capture it. And did you let those guys like view it before, you know, before it comes out? Yeah, they actually haven't, uh, they haven't looked at the films yet, but we definitely do want their blessing (laughs) on it. Uh, We want it to be, we want it to be real and what, you know, what they really said and what really happened um, and their true story. But yeah, we do want to show it to them just to, just to get their blessing and make sure, you know, we didn't take anything out of context or anything right. like that. And that, you know, their message is uh, what we're putting out there. Absolutely. I, I'm, let's go back for the people um, that may not know you. Is um, Like I said, I, I reached out to you. I met you um, just through Upstate. But um, so how did you actually get into videography? Well, um, it all started out. I used to be in a band and uh, we had a music video and I met um, the director of our music video and uh, he actually went to the same high school as me. He was, he was older, so I didn't know him, but thought it was cool that we went to the same high school when he was doing all these things. Uh, he was working with like UFC and um, some other cool stuff. And I reached out to him um, because I couldn't get a job anywhere while I was in college. It was, it was a struggle to get a job. I, I applied everywhere, it felt like, but uh, couldn't find a place that would work around my, my school schedule. Yeah. So in my mind, after a lot of <laughs> pain with that, I really just wanted to take things into my own hands and be able to develop a skill. You know, if, if one company, you know, won't hire me, you know, maybe I can get these individual jobs. Maybe I can, you know, show what I can do. And that's kind of how it all started. A friend of mine named Andy, um, who I knew through music, reached out to me and told me about the media lab at uh, USC Upstate. 
And that changed my whole life um, because I found out, oh, there's this media lab where you can um, rent equipment and uh, edit, learn how to edit, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I just spent all my time in there, man, all, my, all the free time I had, I would spend in there trying to learn from other people and trying to develop um, what I was doing. And eventually, uh, uh, that same guy, Andy, he told me about, uh, another person that changed my life forever named Chad. And, uh, he was, he had, he had the job at upstate that I had when you met me, I eventually took his old job, um, when he left, but, um, and he taught me about live broadcast and, uh, introduced that into my, into my Mm -hmm. life and. Was that initially what you went to school for at Upstate? Kind of like broadcasting, or what? What was your major when you were there? No, I actually uh, went to Upstate for theater. I was technically a communications major. They didn't have a theater major back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they started to get one right about the time I was leaving, or had already left. But uh, it was a communications major with an emphasis in theater. So mm-hmm. a lot of my classes were theater based, and uh, it wasn't until must have been like toward the end of my junior year or something like that, that, uh, that I discovered the world of video and film and realized I had a passion for that. And, uh, I kind of (laughs) just took myself in a different direction and, um, I guess reinvented myself. Cause I, I I tell people all the time, I I didn't really know what I wanted to do until it was getting closer and closer to graduation. Like I was just kind of like living in the moment and just, just doing whatever and then senior year came okay it's about time it's about to get real it's about time to graduate now so then my uh my first first semester of senior year is when i actually got my internships covering um the hornets and um, doing some broadcasts for high school sports and the panthers and nascar so that's when was when i kind of got that experience in doing sports so I, I always felt like you know for me i didn't know exactly what i wanted to do it kind of took me a while and then I picked up a, I changed my uh, minor to um, mass, mass calm because I wanted to do something else instead of, it was business. And I was like, man, I, I felt like I, everything that I was doing in school, I felt like I was doing it just for the money. It wasn't because I wanted to yeah. do it. Yeah. So that's when I finally, once I started getting in the booth and covering these games and having an interaction with the players, I was like, okay, now this feels like something I really would enjoy doing. And I was like, man, at first I was just going through the motions, honestly. But then once I started doing that kind of stuff, it kind of changed my perspective on things. And it's tying into my next question. How do you feel like, because we talk about education a lot on here as well on the podcast. Did you feel like school kind of benefited you towards your career and everything that you're doing now? Uh, I think school's beneficial in a lot of ways. Um, But to be be honest, it was a different side of school. It wasn't... um, I only took two classes. I took them with an awesome professor, Bob Morell, who's, who was great. But by the time I discovered, um, that I wanted to do video, um, you know, I only had time to take <laughs> two classes. Right. So, uh, it was actually the, uh, student job side of things and the media lab that was there at the time that really is what made a difference for me having those resources to where, you know, I want to learn something on my own. I don't have uh, the money to get a camera and an editing machine and all this stuff, but here are these resources. 
uh, that allowed me to learn. And all I needed to bring was my own dedication and some of my time. And, you know, I had the, I had the resources right there. So that part of USC upstate really, um, really helped me. So, so after, after we met, you know, I know you helped me out. Let's, let's take a quick break first and then we'll get right back to this Cross the Line podcast. Welcome back to the Cross the Line podcast now. As we were saying, Trey, after you were helping me out, how, how long after you helped me with my, um, gain some more experience, when was it after, after that that you eventually, because I know you had some different job opportunities, how long after that did you stay upstate and then you went on to do some other job opportunities? Yeah, so uh, I was a student at USC Upstate and worked in their student program um, for ESPN3. It was kind of right when schools started doing their own uh, broadcasts Mm -hmm. uh, before SEC Network and all that started coming out. Um, I think we were one, I think we at Upstate were one of the first schools to do our own broadcasts uh, for ESPN3. And then after that, um, I got a job at UAB. I stayed out there for about five months. And uh, then when my old boss, Chad, left, he uh, went to Missouri to help them get started with their SEC network initiative. And um, so they called they called me and asked me to apply. And I did. And I got uh my boss's old job, which was a dream for me. At Missouri or UAB? No, it, at, um, I left UAB to go back to Upstate. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. when he left Upstate to go to Missouri, that left a vacancy there. So oh, okay. I, yeah, so much. I went back and took uh, his old job. And, you know, it means a lot to me what you said because a, a big part of my job there and part of my responsibility that I felt that I had was um, – catering to students and alumni and people who wanted to learn. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people contact me and they say, Hey, I really want to, um, get started in this industry. And I say, okay, well, you know, why don't you come by a broadcast and just sit in and see how it goes. And they never show up, but mm-hmm. you, but you know what I mean? But you showed up and, and you ended up, you know, working some broadcasts and that was awesome. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I really, all the people that had drive like that, I tried my best to, you know, give them the knowledge that I have. A lot of times they ended up teaching me, Mm -hmm. um, but I I gave them the knowledge that I had and tried to give them all the opportunities that I could uh, give them. And, you know, that's that's a big part of what I wanted to do there. And so what you said to me, I didn't I didn't know all that. So I really really appreciate it because it's big for me because a lot of times. I say this all the time as well. Like when we graduate and we go and apply for these different jobs, a lot of times what we hear from these companies is uh, lack of experience. And it's like, how do how yeah. do we get experience if you don't give us an opportunity? Because we just spent four years in college trying to learn all these different things. A lot of stuff that they taught us we don't really need, but we take all these classes. And then when we graduate, we feel like, okay, we have a degree. We should be able to, you know, grab one of these job opportunities but then it's like you don't have experience so it's like man it's kind of like we, how, what are we supposed to do it's like we can't win for losing so that's why i was like i'm back to the drawing board again and that's when i reached out and you were able to help me out like you said it's a lot of people will reach out and then they don't stick to it they won't come or even if they come one time then they're like you know what forget it 
But for me, uh, I remember. I think the first time I was there, it was I was uh, I was watching uh, Don Trev run the audio board, mm-hmm. yeah. which which was big for me because when I went to the radio station, I ended up doing the uh, I ended up running the board at the radio station. So I was a producer, and um, they taught me how to um, edit audio and chop up the podcast and all these different things like that. So watching him, they helped me out, and then I remember. Um, you had me in a producer chair beside you. And, yeah. Man, I was scared. I threw you to the fire. Yeah, <laughs> And I remember, i never forget, um, we were supposed to do like a pre-recorded um, intro, and uh-huh. then something went wrong, so we had to do everything live uh-huh. that first time. So it was like, man, um, you you kind of, you walked me through everything. You had, you were, you were in control of everything, and I was just scared. I was just trying to write stuff down on a notepad, but man, it was it, it was scary though, man. But it was it was it was needed, man. But, but when I went to the radio station, a lot of this stuff that you you showed me, man, it really helped a whole lot because it was kind of like, even though this was um on on radio, it's not on TV or anything. It's kind of like some of the same concepts of like yeah. doing something live, producing something live. Mm-hmm. Some of the concepts were still the same. So, man, I, I'm telling you, like that that really helped me out a whole lot because it was like, man. I, if I didn't get that experience, man, um, and it's and like you don't have to. The love thing, a lot of people won't do take that opportunity because there's no money involved. But I just want to go in and learn. And I tell people all the time, man, every opportunity doesn't come in the form of a paycheck. So you have to just be willing to go in and learn and just pay your dues. And then eventually, if it's something you love, like people tell me all the time, eventually the money will come. But you just have to do something you love, and man. I tell you, like, I really appreciate you. I can't say that enough because you helped me so much with a lot of the stuff, man. And it, even though I didn't know what I was doing, and you you helped me walk, you helped walk me through everything. Like, I, I mean, I'm I'm always grateful for that because, like I said, you didn't even have to do it. Well, that same program, the same program that you know you came into and did some broadcasts. I mean, that's the that's the program that got me started in all this. Right. You know what I mean? So, really. That's just one of those things where it comes full circle. I got my opportunity there, you know, and, you know, you got an opportunity uh, there, too. And, yeah, it was it was hard to leave upstate. I, I, I went there or I, uh, well, I went to school there, but then uh, was in that role for about for a couple of years and then went down to Auburn for a couple of years and worked there. And now doing my own thing, but Auburn, I had some of those opportunities to uh, connect with students yeah. as well. Uh, and uh, It's always rewarding. So when you were at Auburn, was it, you had some connections down there as well? Or did you just see a new, a new opportunity to leave upstate or what was it that made you say, you know what, I want to leave upstate and, and go to Auburn? What was that decision like? I wasn't necessarily looking to leave upstate, um, you know, my family is, uh, based out of the Spartanburg area and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, um, I liked my job, but, uh, there was an opportunity at, at Auburn and they're just, they're one of the, they're one of the best. And I wanted to, I wanted to go down there and be a part of that team, learn from people. Um, and it was just a new, new and exciting opportunity. Um, so I took it, I learned a lot there, uh, in my time there. Made a lot of great friends there. Um, yeah, it was, was it was it was it really something that you could learn though? Because when I, when I watch you and the stuff, it's like you had everything behind the scenes, master. And I remember watching one of the um, remember you showed us one of the volleyball 
clips that you made for the um, the girls volleyball team, like the special effects with like the X-ray vision and stuff. I was like, man, this is some of the best stuff that I've seen. I was like, to me, you were like one of the best with the camera that I, I've seen, period. So I was just like, was it really something, to me it was like, it's like you had everything mastered, but was it something that you really learned from Auburn? Like what else did they add add to you that you didn't already have? Because I, to me, you, you were like the best that I've seen already. Well, I appreciate that, man. Um, well, the volleyball video that you're referring to, I had a great team, including Aaron, who I'm working on local takes uh, with. He did uh, the visual effects for that and had a huge part in that video. We, we yeah. kind of produced that together. Right. So, um, and and he was a ment- he was a mentor of mine and still is in a lot of ways. Um, but uh, yeah, Auburn it was just taking things to the next level. You know, upstate. Um, had, we had a lot of good resources there, but Auburn was, you know, uh, a, a chance for, I guess, a bigger stage when it comes to video creation and broadcast and video board shows and, uh, you know, more resources and uh, a big challenge. So there were just a lot of amazing people down there with a lot of experience who took the time with me uh, to teach me. And because, um, you know, we're never... Uh, I would like to think I've mastered all this yeah. stuff, but you know, you're always learning and um, you know, I've got, I've still got so much more to learn. So, so when you were at Auburn, I didn't know you said you stayed there a couple of years. When, when did you know, and we, we talked about this a little bit off air. When did you know you was like, okay, I want to try something different because a lot of times, like we said, people can get it at a big time program like this. And a lot of people can feel like that. They can get comfortable and say, okay, man, I'm at a big-time program. This is one of the best of the best. Um, I, I just want to stay here. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm just going to stay here, and, and that'll be it. So what was it for you to feel like you still wanted it? It was something else that you wanted to do. Yeah, well, there would be nothing wrong with staying in Auburn or anywhere like that if, if that's what – you know, people want to do. I mean, right. it, was a, it was an amazing opportunity. I'm sure I would have gotten more amazing opportunities if I had stayed. One of the one of the driving factors for me was just that I wanted to be closer to my family who lives, you know, in this area. Um, I was scared to do that because, you know, I'm from Chesney, South Carolina, and there, <laughs> there are not a lot of uh, uh big video opportunities I felt like around, uh, you know, Chesney, as far as like big schools go, you know, there's, there's Clemson about an hour and 15 minutes away. And then there's, uh, university of South Carolina, there's, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of hours away. So I was a little worried about that, but, um, really, really, I just wanted to be closer to my family and being my own boss is something that I've always wanted to do. I mean, really, really uh the client i guess is your boss right. too <laughs> yeah so but at least you get to uh to a degree you can choose your clients and all the clients that i've had uh, since i started have just been really awesome to work with and work for uh and, that, and it's one thing that i i admire because we don't we didn't they don't really teach us about entrepreneurship growing up but like for you to be an entrepreneur and and to step out and bet on yourself, leaving the opportunity that you had, and to come back home and and bet on yourself, man. That's I admire that because for me, I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm, you know, creating my own opportunity, and I wanted to inspire other people to create their own opportunities. And it's just like you just bet on yourself, man. Because at the end of the day, um, 
we all have a, a, a shelf life here on earth and, and why not live live your life to the fullest and, and to your best potential and just do what you want to do while you're here. And so many times, so many times we can get comfortable and just stay in that same spot and just not do anything else. So for you to do that better yourself and become an entrepreneur, um, something I admire and I appreciate. And that's why I, that's why I had to have you on to talk about entrepreneurship. Um, I appreciate that, man. Auburn was, um, Auburn was a great opportunity and I got to do things there that so many people would just kill to do. I got right. a chance to work the iron bowl uh, yeah. for the video board show. And I got a, I, I got a chance to meet some cool people and do a lot of cool shoots and stuff like that. And it really was, uh, it was hard to leave in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I just knew I wanted to be closer to my family. I knew I wanted to kind of pave my own way and, um, take on some projects that I knew I wouldn't be able to do unless I uh, worked for myself. Right. So, just a few more questions, and we'll get ready to wrap it up. I know you got to go. What What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs? <laughs> I really don't feel qualified to give <laughs> advice, man. Um, because you know, I mean, sometimes I just kind of wake up and pinch myself. I'm kind of like, you know, I, I don't consider myself. A super successful person but when I look at it I'm like I'm living where I want to live near near my family mm-hmm. uh, near my near a lot of my friends um I'm you know I've got some of the best clients um you know I'm working on this documentary series about art that I'm hoping will enrich my community um mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work but I mean yeah, sometimes I have to think about, you know, how I even got to this point. And I've got, you know, I want to go way further. Um, I'm just in the beginning now. But, um, yeah, I would just say if there's something you want to go for, go for it. Figure out a way um, and make it happen. I mean, that's kind of generic advice, but it's kind of like what you said. You know, uh, we've got a shelf life here in this world, mm-hmm. at least. And, um you know, why not? Why not go for it? Why not take a chance on yourself? Absolutely. Right, I want to go back to the documentary real quick before we get ready to wrap it up. What else can we expect to see in this documentary? Uh, so the documentary. Uh, and what was the name of it again? Also, the name of the documentary series is Local Takes. Local takes. Six short films about six different artists, and. Um, I think I think if people are looking to be entrepreneurs, anybody that's interested that in that would definitely love these films because it's like I mentioned earlier, the drive that these artists have and to make it happen. I mean, it's a dream they have and they're making it happen. Not only not only are they making the actual art happen, but um, you know they're they're making their dreams happen. So um, yeah, I think people will be inspired by. It. I hope people are inspired by it as me, and I don't mean my own filmmaking. I mean, I mean the artist stories. Um, they're just uh, awesome, and we're hoping it'll be a really cool event. You know, we'll have some uh, art from each of the artists that people can check out in person, and people get a chance to meet the artists and talk to us about the films if they're interested in that. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely, man. And Trey, I want to preach it. I know we're getting ready to wrap it up. Trey, I want to say it again. I appreciate you, man, for the opportunity that you gave me because um, it really helped me 
And one thing I've been telling a lot of entrepreneurs that are doing a lot of great things in the community, man, we we really appreciate you. And something we need to do is give our people our flowers, their flowers while they're here, because so many times we it takes sometimes it takes them to be gone before we say, dang, man, we should have told them how much we value them and we appreciate them instead of doing it while they're here. So I just want to say I appreciate you again, man, because um, if it wasn't for you, man, a lot of stuff that happened for me, it may have been so much harder for me to get those opportunities, but the, the broadcasting experience that you helped give to me, man, I appreciate it. And that was helping me to, you know, kind of show um, some other people that kind of helped me from time to time um, some other, some different things. So the stuff that the stuff that you pass down to me, I try to pass down to them as well. So I, I appreciate you, man. And, um, just let you know, you appreciate it, man. And I and continue to do all the great work that you're doing. Well, you're very appreciated too, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thankful you're doing this project that's, uh, enriching the community Absolutely. as well. And, um, what you said really made my day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. And what you said is exactly right. You know, there's there's too many times where it's too late to say something. I think uh, being more communicative with everybody is uh, always is always good. And uh, yeah, I mean, you like you have no idea how much it means to yeah. me that just that you said something. You know what I mean? So I mean, I I really didn't know how. You know, so yeah. I, I appreciate. Yeah, I'm, I'm always thankful, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm giving everybody flowers. Um, we, we talk about it so much, and like just like I know it's still fresh right now. It still hurts, but like my all-time favorite player, Kobe Bryant. I know we said we we were gonna talk about it too much. But my all-time favorite player, man, is just one of those things, man. You gotta let these people know that you value them and life appreciate them, man. Life is short, and like it can end at any time. Yeah, and who would have thought just like that yesterday? It would have been gone, man. Yeah, and that's one of my one of my um, biggest regrets, man. Um, just covering basketball my senior year. I remember when they came to Charlotte, and um, I was I was this my all time favorite player, and I was looking forward to him playing, and um, and I made sure I was at that game. But um, he was he was battling some injuries, so he didn't get to play. But that's one of my um, biggest regrets as well is not being able to see my all time favorite player. Um, play in person, but um, th that's why these moments are so precious, man. You have to let people know you value them, you cherish them, um, and just enjoy those moments while you can because you never know. We all have an expiration date, so you have to make sure um, take advantage of those moments because once they're gone, then that's it. But Trey, I appreciate you again. Before we get out of here, can you tell everybody how to find you on all your social media and um, find the uh, the, your, your new project coming out. Yeah, if, uh, you can check out my website at uh, treymorrow.com, T-R-E-Y-M-O-R-R-O-W. You can check out my Instagram, at video tray. And if you want to check out Local Takes, the project that we're working on, it's localtakes.com, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Local Takes. All right, there you guys have it. Hope you enjoyed it. So next time, tune in, keep chasing your dreams. This is Across the Line Podcast. Thank you for listening.